Hey everyone, I'm David Goldberg with Sarah McGoldrick, and welcome to another episode of Media Gold, a podcast by the Gold Clover Group. Uh, and I finally got my 30 bucks back from Tim Hortons. If you've been following the saga since the very beginning, Sarah has, because I forced her to listen to it. <laughs> um, I got ripped off on a delivery order through the app, and it took me about five weeks to get my money back after some horrible encounters with customer service, so glad to put a pin in it finally. So how are you going to use that $30 now? Well, it's stuck on my Tim card. So I have like a Tim card oh, now so with 40 bucks it on it. No, you, yeah. you have to use it there no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So I will be going in the store, though. I will not be ordering delivery. Yeah, that's smart. Just wear your mask. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I got a mask. Uh, we got masks in the car. Got masks in the pocket of every coat. Masks in drawers. There's just masks all over the house. We are superheroes now with our masks. Mm-hmm. So uh, today, uh, you know, speaking of like, I was talking about Tim Hortons and, you know, it's a lot of people's first jobs, um, but we're talking about some tips and tricks to help your kids start their own side hustle. So not getting a job at Tim Hortons or McDonald's, but um, harnessing their entrepreneurial spirit and teaching them new skills so they can make a little money on the side. And when you think of like a side hustle for kids, the traditional thing comes to mind, what? A lemonade stand. Um, but obviously that kind of stuff's on hold because of COVID-19. Uh, oh, and it's not really lemonade weather anymore. No, um, definitely not. But that doesn't mean they can't make money other ways. Um, so, but Sarah, let's go back for a second. What was your first job? Did you have a lemonade stand? Uh, I lived out on a farm. Okay. So <laughs> unless someone was going to come by on a tractor, uh, I wasn't going to get many customers. So my first job, I didn't get till I was about 14. And that was working in a bakery. Right. Not a Tim Hortons, <laughs> an old fashioned bakery, which seems like a great first job. Wow. All that fresh baked goods. But surprisingly, fresh baked goods, first thing in the morning, that smell is not as nice as you think it is. It's a little overwhelming. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like rolling out the dough, mixing yeah. the stuff. Mixing cool. the batter, you know, putting jam in the cookies, that sort of thing. So it was fun. It was a great first experience. I mean, I was making money for the first time and meant I got to buy my own things, not always have to go to my parents. So it was a, a great experience. How about you? Uh, first job, I was working as a dishwasher in a pub in Waterloo, Ontario called the Duke of Wellington. And it was actually my friends who were like the line cooks and as the dishwasher. So like they got to like boss me around, tell me what to do, tell me when I could go home. <laughs> Needless to say, it left to led to a little rift in their our friendship and me getting a different job at Wendy's, which was awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah. I really wish looking back that I like had spent some time trying to like start my own business and side hustle. I think my dad tried to recommend to me like seven or eight times over the course of my high school years. Uh, Why don't you start like mowing lawns or something? And I said, no, thanks. It's hot in a Canadian summer to mow lawns. It is. It's very humid here in Southern Ontario. But whether your first job was a lemonade stand or something different, the pandemic has definitely had an impact on what young people can do to make some what we used to call pocket money, mm -hmm. um, selling things door to door like chocolate bars or even Girl Guide cookies is tough. Um, everything is sort of shifted to the digital landscape. Um, so it's it's the, the best way now is to help your kids harness the power of those digital tools. 
Um, so first off, let's talk about the benefits of having a, a side job as, as a kid. Yeah, let's um, do it. It teaches them financial literacy. It teaches them responsibility, taking pride in their work. Um, but it also teaches them about failure and successes. It's important to learn when you're a kid, just like when you're playing sports, that not everybody wins and not everybody is successful. So it's a great chance to kind of learn some of those those life lessons early on. Yeah, and actually um, earn that allowance, um, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I mean, and it's not just getting something from your parents. It's it's earning something for yourself. Um, you know, even if it's just a few dollars here and there, it's it's theirs, and they can spend it or save it however they want. So our first one is uh, selling their your, their old stuff. You know, the kids, they have their their clothes they've outgrown, their toys are everywhere, old video games they don't play anymore, um, books. Maybe they, you know, start selling them, put them on. You could donate them, but let's mm -hmm. just say, like, you want to, you know, teach them about this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, you know, let them sell it on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or what was the app you're you telling me about where you can scan the barcodes of books? Yeah, there's there's a book scanner where you can actually see the value of a book. You just take a well, it use you use the photo app on your phone and it quickly scans the barcode, mm -hmm. and then it tells you what it sells for on the different um, platforms, eBay, Amazon, that sort of thing. So you can actually gauge if there's any interest in the book, and if it's something rare, obviously it's going to be worth a lot more than if it's something that everybody's you know like a Harry Potter book sort of thing. Right. Well, didn't you have like an experience where you got to like kind of almost take advantage of a situation to make some money off one of your books? Oddly <laughs> enough, yes. Um, so I was going through my bookshelves and happened to have a, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg book that I had, I had read. And I thought, well, I'll just put it on eBay and see if I sell it. And I, I had forgotten it. I had even put it there. And then she died. <laughs> and the next day, ding, my phone goes off and I'd sold the book. Oh, so, awesome. you know, and it, it was, uh, it was someone in the United States, you know, who, who wanted to read it. So I was like, you know, terrific sort of thing. So, you know, if, if you're smart and just keep, uh, well, obviously I wasn't looking at trends at the time. I was just trying yeah. to sell a book, but if you pay attention to what's going on in the world and look at your bookshelf, you may find, um, something worth a little bit of money, even as a kid. Yeah, and if your kids are spearheading selling all this stuff online, it teaches them lots of kind of skills that will help them later in business and other parts of life, uh, mm -hmm. engaging with people online, writing SEO-friendly copy for their online ads, uh, honing their video and photography skills, uh, learning how to use social media properly to promote things, coordinating and scheduling safe and obviously supervised item pickups. Um, but yeah, such a great opportunity. Exactly. The next recommendation would be to start a YouTube channel. And parents, don't be afraid to do this. Kids have the technical skills to, mm -hmm. to start a YouTube channel and to utilize any social media. We've all seen them, you know, doing the dances for TikTok. They are extremely tech smart. Um, by starting a YouTube channel, they can find any number of avenues to express their creativity or, you know, share the things that they're interested in. They could do product reviews. They could share tech tips. They could do, you know, baking instruction mm -hmm. or kids hacks. Um, many times 
I've gone onto YouTube to find out how to do something on the computer. Like I'm learning a new, you know, piece of software or something like that. So I'll punch in, you know, how to, you, you know, do this tutorial. Yeah. And it'll be like a 12 year old who pops up in the search results. <laughs> and he's got like a million views telling yeah. me how to do this, 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 you know, tech problem. Um, so it's definitely worth exploring and there's great money to be made on YouTube based on views and likes. Um, so I highly recommend that kids who are into that sort of thing, uh, parents with your supervision, uh, give your chance, give your kids a chance to explore their creative side online. Yeah. And I gotta say you had to hope you're maybe always holding that lottery ticket. It's like make your kid making it to the NHL, like, you know, less than 1% mm -hmm. will become these YouTube stars. I think like one of the highest earning people on YouTube last year they were talking about was this kid, I forget his name, that just reviews toys, opens mm -hmm. them and just says, I love playing with this. Yep. <laughs> and he gets millions of dollars a year uh, plus unlimited free toys. So. Yep. And sponsorships. Like I've seen his face on a couple of toys in, you know, Walmart's toy aisle mm -hmm. that he recommends it or it's something that he's, you know, created on his own. So it's definitely worth exploring. Uh, another thing we're going to talk about, uh, my sister did this a lot when she was growing up, very profitable for her, uh, dog walking and pet sitting. So we weren't allowed to have our own dogs. So we would just babysit other people's dogs in the neighborhood. Um, and also, you know, a lot of people did get dogs during the pandemic. Um, and I think a lot of people maybe didn't realize how much work it was going to be once they maybe had to go back to work. Mm -hmm. uh, and even working from home, like I talked to my neighbors and they're like, yeah, I'm actually busier than I was when I had to go into work because, you know, the kids are around a lot and they have a dog as well. Um, but there's lots of apps out there where you can sign up to get connected with people, spotwalk.ca, rover.com. Um, but, you know, something the most simple route is obviously just to kind of post on your community groups uh, and Facebook, asking your neighbors. That's probably the demographic of people mm -hmm. that's going to want you to be uh, walking your dog for them anyways. Well, even seniors too, who, you know, might find it difficult to walk in the snow in the winter mm -hmm. or, you know, and with the social distancing, right? It's, it's harder and harder to, to get out there. So yeah. I'm sure any senior would appreciate someone coming by and walking their dog for them. It would take a lot of stress off their mind. Right. And then next is something I think that is like the biggest money-making opportunity out there right now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, online tutoring. I Before we even got together tonight, I saw an ad uh, for a parent who was posting in one of the local sort of Facebook mommy groups uh, saying that they had just moved to Canada mm -hmm. and their kids weren't getting the exposure that they normally do because of COVID, right. um, you know, to, to English, to their, their friends who were helping them improve their English skills. And so they're looking for someone, you know, young or old to help their kids um, improve their, their skills. So tutoring, online tutoring is a great way to make money right now um you know and parents are extremely busy they're 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 busy working from home and then they've got to manage online schooling with the kids or just getting the kids back and forth so now you can set up zoom groups and and teach kids you know five or six kids at a time on the same subject tutor them uh and it's a great way to to make some extra money and you can get paid just via e-transfer it's it's socially distant and you can you can talk with the parents too, which is which is great. So after you're done your lesson, the parents are right there. You can do follow up right away. 
um, the pandemic has changed how we communicate with each other. So, you know, teenagers who, who take advantage of this opportunity are, are utilizing some skills for this new reality. Um, and again, it teaches them about invoicing, managing money, scheduling appointments. Um, teenagers could also pre-record their lessons and charge a fee uh, for anyone who wants to download them. And yeah, like teens, think about how good you have it. When like we, if we did tutoring, it would be like, oh, okay, I can do like, I can be with one kid a night mm -hmm. for like 20 bucks or whatever. That's it. You guys can literally have like five or six people at the same time and make six times the amount of money. Just you can run essentially your own classroom. <laughs> yeah. Your own classroom. That's so awesome. So awesome. And um, then a follow-up to that is just providing tech support. Um, mm -hmm. Like we said earlier, um, there are seniors, there are people like me who <laughs> often just need some tech support. And that could be done through live, live streaming. It could be done um, through Zoom or it could be done, you know, socially, distancely whatever the right <laughs> term is, um, by going to a person's house if you just follow all the right rules. Yeah. Um, so there are many opportunities for teenagers to take advantage of the skills and the knowledge they already have to make some great money and save it up for hopefully college or university. For sure. You get plenty of training helping your parents uh, with this stuff, so you might as well get paid for it with uh, other people, right? I'm still helping my parents with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, same. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Um, and then kind of, we were talking about like how winter is coming and like old people don't want to go walk their dogs. Um, you know, there's lots of other things too, that people are going to need, uh, running errands, picking up the mail. Um, so I think everybody's probably heard of task rabbit, something where you can sign up and you can get somebody to do anything, go pick up your prescriptions, uh, build your Ikea furniture, whatever you need. Uh, that's a really great one too. Yeah, I mean, people really, young and old, really need to be thinking of of the seniors this year in particular and the difficulty they're going to have once the snow gets here, just doing simple, you know, errands and, and walking to the corner to pick up the mail mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, pick up some groceries. And this is a, a great opportunity for, you know, responsible young adults to, to help someone in need and make a bit of money. And uh, you can get really crafty. Tell us about Indeed. tell us about these. You're seeing the the uh, decorative hand sanitizer, like a key ring that some kid was selling, right? Yeah. Again, like all you have to do is go on Facebook to some of these neighborhood groups, and you see parents who have already uh, got their kids um, well into this. Uh, in the last month or so, I've seen kids who have been making keychains and and like like I said, decorating them. Mm -hmm. um, like hand sanitizer keyring. So they take the hand sanitizer and they put like a little chain on it and just, you know, make it, make it pretty with logos or, you know, initials or, or something like that. Just something cute and fun and selling it for a few dollars. Yeah. Um, or you can also sell these sorts of things on Etsy and the Facebook marketplace. Um, you know, bracelets, uh, keychains. You just have to masks, um, feel, you know, partner with your kids. If, if you do the sewing, um, you know, have your kid give you a hand in folding the material or that sort of thing, you know, yeah. make your, your child a part of the entrepreneurial experience that, that you might be getting involved in right now. And it will be a great bonding experience because kids are spending so much extra time with their parents and a great learning experience too. 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of the uh, the masks. It's been like a huge, huge thing with anybody who has the sewing skills. Um, and people have personalized everything with COVID. I mean, we're stuck in this reality where we have to have mm -hmm. bottles of hand sanitizer and masks with us at all times. So I think people are just embracing it, trying to have a little bit of fun. You know, it's nice to see it's people's cool patterns or like comic book characters on them and Exactly. I was never so excited as when I got some Bob Ross masks this weekend. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll put them right next to my Golden Girls masks. Oh my <laughs> I'm God. definitely taking advantage of the, the personalized mask fashion. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we hope you guys found these tips helpful. Uh, don't forget to send us all of your digital marketing questions at www.goldclovergroup.com or find us on social media at Gold Clover Group, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything. And don't forget to catch us every Wednesday wherever you listen to your podcast.